We've been discussing cautious notes from sell-side analysts on tech companies from HP to Dell and even Advanced Micro. Let's keep it going and talk some more growth tech with Scott Gaginski, partner and research analyst, portfolio manager at Beyondo Investment Advisors. Scott, welcome to the program. Good morning. Good morning. Thanks for having me. Absolutely. So we've been discussing some cautionary notes out this morning on tech, uh, pretty broad in tone. Also following on with the warning from Taiwan Semi this week, too, about production. How concerned uh, should we be about uh, tech in this market right now? Well, you know, obviously in this environment, you know, we have a test of wills going on right now between the market and the Fed. And, you know, us as investors, we're trying to look at through a, a different lens than maybe an economist would and kind of uh, look through the abyss, so to speak. And, um, you know, tech is a space where I think, um, you know, with the, the correction that we had, um, uh, you know, in the near, near past here, that um, it's a space that we think that if you're looking at secular compounders, which is, I think, as a long-term investor, that uh, there's a lot of opportunity there. And, you know, in this environment where both companies and consumers are fighting these inflationary pressures, um, quite often technology is is an area that provides provides some solutions to those pressures, right? Through efficiencies and so forth. So, you know, that with uh, you know more reasonable valuations um, can uh, provide some opportunities, and we're starting to see some of those. How do valuations uh, for some of these look after this bounce back? A stock like Apple and NVIDIA, I mean, they're pretty close to the highs. Apple very close, NVIDIA a little bit further away. Uh, but uh, we're talking pretty big percentage moves in the last couple of weeks. Are they still cheap? Yeah, I think so. I mean, you know, if, if you're looking like what's going to happen and what are these stocks going to do in, you know, the next six months and, you know, in the middle of the, the Fed's, uh, you know, the actions and, you know, drastic moves and all that. Yeah, maybe you'd say that's uh, there's still a little bit of uh, price action that might be a little bit uh, discomforting. But, you know, if you're looking at, you know, companies that are selling at reasonable valuations based on their and versus their, you know, long-term, more secular type of growth prospects, I still think there's a lot of reasonable valuations there. What about these uh, analysts uh, telling us that uh, hardware demand just won't be able to keep up with COVID norms? I'm a lifelong console gamer, and even I had to cave and get a new PC gaming rig with NVIDIA, AMD, all the different uh, uh, games, too, that are now all cloud-connected. Right. I mean, that whole ecosystem, how does it ever top the growth that we saw during COVID? Well, it, it might not. I, you know, and you know, we lived in kind of unprecedented times there for a while, but, you know, I, comparing to the past isn't necessarily the best way to look at it. So, you know, what what is an outlook for these companies? And you mentioned NVIDIA and that's, they're gonna be the growth engine for all these, um, you know, th these trends in technology we're talking about from um, AI to the metaverse to autonomous vehicles and, we still have a global shortage of chips and they're a, a leading maker of of you know gpus and all kinds of different specialty chips that's a pretty good position to be in as a company what about the case uh, scott that i keep hearing that uh, this is going to be a lasting regime uh, not necessarily the 
six to ten percent inflation regime, but uh, an economy that uh, gears a little bit uh, more towards some of the uh, brick and mortar and the industrial kind of uh, cycle as opposed to this metaverse and AI. The interesting thing is the metaverse and AI, those are the ones that actually haven't even bounced back that well. I mean, meta itself, Facebook, the namesake, still way down off the highs, no love at all. And then all the uh, EV trades outside Tesla, I mean, the only thing that's working in that group is Tesla. How come the market particularly has found these uh, themes to be unbuyable still? Well, I think you, you know, you're talking about, and it's really that inflationary issue and, you know, how much of this is sustained inflation and how much is still a transitory component. I believe there is some still transitory components to the inflationary uh, argument. And I think the market is really starting to sort those out. So, you know, if you look at kind of core inflation and you kind of break it down, um, it's a lot of the goods that are really driving the inflation. And you're starting to see some of that roll over a little bit. You know, the port delays have been easing, um, lumber is rolling over, um, you know, car inventories are starting to increase. Um, and then, you know, you kind of throw into the mix the other input um, with wages and so forth. And, you know, it's really a unique environment. You know, we came out of the credit crisis and we talked about uh, quite often about this jobless recovery. We very well could be entering a period of a fully employed recession, kind of kind of strange, right? And, but the, mm -hmm. the labor markets are still so tight. And, um, I, you know, overall, as far as the impact of a recession, I think that is a little bit of a mitigating factor because really what worries people more than anything, uh, prospects of a recession, right, is losing their job. So I mm -hmm. think you, you kind of, the market is sorting all those things out in the, the commodity heavy uh, plays, infrastructure, the industrials, the cyclicals are still really tied into all those moving parts. And that's why I think we're seeing some movement and some of the other longer secular stories maybe are kind of taking a back seat right now. Uh, is it maybe a, a just a different uh, time frame that we have to have in mind now than COVID or pre-COVID? Instead of being able to get new highs every week, every month in a stock like NVIDIA, are we gonna have to sit around for a year or two this time? Well, we might, I, we might. I think we were kind of spoiled, right? I mean, we had a lot of things driving some of these stocks besides just excessive money printing. We had, you know, the meme stock phenomenon and SPACs and, and uh, you know, all that. And, um, you know, I think we got to be a little bit more patient again. And for, you know, shops like us, long-term investors, that's right in our wheelhouse. We're willing to be patient and really look at, uh, you know, what's driving growth um, in the next three, five, 10 years. Scott, what looks like the most compelling in this category, this growth tech ca category that you still have long-term uh, belief in, uh, what had enough valuation wipe out to become appealing again? Um, I, you know, I, I like a stock like Shopify. Um, you know, it's a e-commerce long-term growth story that, you know, is got hit by about $1,000 in price. And, you know, it's it's a situation where it's a, an ever-growing market and it's, I think, just scratched the surface. 
they take a little bit different approach from an Amazon where, you know, they're kind of in competition with their, their sellers, their third party sellers and Shopify is in, in partnership with them. And, um, you know, that combined with a, you know, a, a younger entrepreneurial type of workforce that is looking to create their own business, you know, this, this just seems like a match made in heaven between valuation and long-term growth prospects. They got all the way down to their pre-COVID high uh, in that uh, $1,000 plus um, uh, sell-off for a moment there. Yep. Uh, Scott, thanks for the thoughts. Uh, appreciate it. Uh, thanks for being here this morning. Thank you, Oliver. Have a great day. Sure thing. All right. So we've got the bull takes from our guests on the growth stocks and a little bit of the bearish response by the market this morning, but not a big decline. Just about 50 bibs right now for the NASDAQ.